It's often said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But evidence and research show us the contrary. What doesn't kill you leaves you with multiple disabilities, chronic health conditions, and a lifetime of trauma to heal and recover from. Glorifying pain and adversity normalizes suffering and creates an invalidating, dare I say, narcissistic mindset among people to keep pushing survivors of narcissistic abuse to be strong or in better words to act strong because their trauma is supposed to have hardened them. All of this is not to say that you shouldn't celebrate yourself if you have survived adversities as big as overcoming narcissistic abuse. The goal of this episode is to instill an understanding that hardships, trauma, pain, suffering and abuse aren't necessary for you to become the best version of yourself. In fact, the opposite is true and needed for someone to thrive, blossom, grow and expand. Let me prove it to you. Stay until the very end. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In this episode, I'll prove why the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, especially surviving narcissistic abuse is wrong. If you're new to this channel, and haven't subscribed already, please do so because your subscription helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. To help you get a firm understanding of why you do not need to live in extreme conditions to become stronger, I will explain two concepts. First, adverse childhood experiences or ACEs and second, the Yerkes-Dodson law. Imagine your childhood as a building made of blocks. Each block stands for a good experience that promotes growth and well-being. These blocks are your attachment, secure attachment with your primary caretaker, your mother, your father, financial stability, emotional peace, and so on. If any of these factors is dysfunctional, unstable, or absent, instead of adding a block, it's like a piece gets taken away, making the building less stable and vulnerable to collapsing easily. Adverse childhood experiences include traumatic events that happen in childhood like abuse, neglect, and family dysfunction. Researchers created a questionnaire containing 10 ACEs presented in the form of 10 questions that you can answer with a yes or no. Here is where it gets interesting. They conducted an ACE study using the same questionnaire and found a strong relationship between exposure to abuse or household dysfunction during childhood and multiple health risk factors for the leading cause of death in adulthood. They found that adults who had experienced four or more ACEs showed a 12 times higher prevalence of health risks such as alcohol addiction, drug abuse, depression, and suicide attempts. A newer study looked at the medical records of over 700 young individuals getting healthcare in an urban pediatric center. The research indicated that kids with high ACE scores, four or more, had 30 times the likelihood of experiencing learning or behavioral issues than those without any ACEs. The higher you score on ACEs, the higher are your chances of facing physical, emotional, and mental health challenges later in life. Each score isn't just a number. It is a memory, a shadow, a whisper of pain from the past. These aren't just statistics, but stories of real struggles, of nights 
spent wondering why or battles with unseen emotional scars. They hint at a greater likelihood of facing not just health challenges but a silent storm of emotions, memories and tears in the chapters yet to be written. To find out what your ACE score is, click the I button above or the link in the description and drop your scores or answers in the comments below to feel less alone in your experience of healing. Now you tell me, how does childhood trauma or adversity of any kind make you stronger? You may say, well, it definitely has made me resilient and now all the difficulties of life look smaller before what I have survived. And to that, my reply is, yes, I totally agree with you. You are capable, competent and resilient and you have an excellent repertoire of skills that brought you here, that helped you to survive. If you could survive that, you can survive anything. But you didn't need to go through that hell to realize all this, to find out all this. You didn't need to struggle every day to grow or to become stronger. You didn't need to cry almost every single moment of your life back then to learn how to be happy now. Let me give you the example of my cat, Ben, to better understand this concept. Ben is a docile, non-aggressive, kind, forgiving and compassionate cat who never scratches or bites. Recently, he was diagnosed with bronchitis and was put on oral medication. He absolutely hates taking it and unfortunately, we had to restrain him to give him antibiotics. When holding his legs, he pushed so hard that I felt like an adult man was trying to stop me with full-on strength. I was surprised because from the looks of it, you wouldn't think a cat would be capable of doing something like that. And there he was trying to protect himself at the expense of his life force. Would I be correct to say that me restraining him made him stronger? Of course not. He was just trying to survive, which became evident by the exhaustion he was hit with. When you were with a narcissist, be it a parent or your partner, you had to survive and you, ha you did that so brilliantly, but at a cost. Your brain, body and soul had to make some alterations to enable that resilience. For example, the energy was shifted from your gut, from your digestive system to your upper body to fuel your survival mechanisms, but at the expense of your digestive health, which is why you have IBS now. We do not need to lift mountains to become stronger. And this Yerkes Dodson law, another important concept to understand, says precisely so. It suggests that you reach your peak level of performance with an intermediate or tolerable levels of stress or arousal. Too little stress doesn't stimulate performance and too much stress cripples us and makes it difficult to perform or we stop performing at all. Consistent long-term trauma such as narcissistic abuse keeps you perpetually on the extreme end of this curve where performance and well-being significantly drop. It is not a space for growth but a space of significant strain. Let's go back to your childhood and reflect upon the attachment style you had with your primary caretaker. In most cases of survivors of narcissistic abuse, it's always either insecure, disorganized, anxious or some other dysfunctional form. Here's a question for you though. What was your attachment style with your parent? Drop your answers in the comments.
Now back to the topic. To navigate the world, we need to feel securely attached to an adult so that we can come back to them or they can rescue us if something goes wrong. Imagine this attachment like a rope that connects a child with their primary caretaker. The child explores new situations, gets moderately stressed and regulates with the parent which then nurtures resilience and promotes growth and performance. But in your and mine case, we felt left in the middle of nowhere. We had no rope attached to us. We didn't know where to go or what to do. We were hyper aroused and all we did was survive on our own. Did, did that make us independent at an early stage in our life? Yes, it did. But at what cost? Our relational capacity. Our relational capacity was reduced and it became extremely difficult for us to connect with healthy individuals. Remember, surviving such adversities always comes at a price even if it is invisible in the moment when you're surviving. So in this episode, I wanted to make a couple of points. Number one, what doesn't kill you doesn't make you stronger. Number two, adversity, pain and suffering aren't needed to become your best version possible or to grow. Number three, yes, some adversity can foster growth. But when we blindly champion this idea, we inadvertently dismiss the valid struggles of those grappling with the repercussions of the haunting shadows of narcissistic abuse. This abuse doesn't merely present a challenge to overcome, it alters the trajectory of a person's life. With that, let's bring this episode to an end. Let me know how you liked it in the comments and I will talk with you again in a similar one. Until then, let the healing begin and continue.